considering that this episode is coming out in February, are there like some especially like romantic sword movies that all sword we... movies are romantic because I mean, swords are penises. Honestly, next <laughs> uh, Wednesday on the calendar is February 14th. So it is Valentine's Day. And I would argue that the sword fight at the beginning of this cut is um, is quite charged. Well, we don't get a ton of man on woman sword fights in most of these movies. Yeah, this is uh, right. this is in in essence the, the red Sonia sex scene. He's wooing her. They're, they're just by the end yeah. of this thing, they're going to be heaving and exhausted. And Arnold's sword has gone limp, you know, mm. as you do. It happens <laughs> to everybody. Do. I've been told it happens to everybody. I'm trying to think of like uh, uh, Mask of Zorro. That's a pretty sexually charged. Oh, yeah. Sword that's a good scene. one. That's yeah, a good sexy that's, one. That's Antonio I mean, Banderas and um, is it Salma Hayek? No. Captain Mary a, Stewart. No, it's uh, Catherine Zeta-Jones. Oh, Catherine Zeta-Jones. Catherine Zeta-Jones. Yes. Whose sheath is made of cancer, allegedly. <laughs> oh, no. You won't Turn talk about Bill Cosby, but you'll talk about her cancer sheath. What is wrong with you? Uh, it's just because I can work sheath into it. I don't understand uh, your boundaries. I don't know. Quite, I figure I'm out day to day. When uh, when Brenda uh, stabs Connor, uh, is kind of like a, a sword boy's uh, I mean, that's pegging sword, scene. That's four. That's four sword. Or, well, sword <laughs> play already works. That's already a word. But four swords. Sword sword play. Four sword play. Four. Four swords and seven. Things. No, what am I saying? President's Day is this month too, right? Yep. <laughs> President's Day is this month, and uh, as we all know, Ernie Reyes Jr., Prince Tarn, that's kind of like a president. He's a prince. Oh man, let we should start the show. Get off my clumpy! Get off my clumpy! Oh yeah, you sons of bitches! <laughs> Started. I'm telling you, if Clompy was there, uh, he would have stopped the JFK assassination. <laughs> yeah, well, I was there. <laughs> you can't see me. I'm on the grassy knoll. <laughs> I was having some oats. Yep. <laughs> you say ro- roll that beautiful bean footage, Rick? No, yes. let's keep this going. Here we are. It's Sword Boys, cut by cut. We're here talking Red Sonja, cut five. I'm Robin. I'm Rick. And I'm Jonathan, and I'm going to conquer you both. Whoa. Whoa. Well, at least buy us dinner first. Mm-hmm. My sword's out. <laughs> I'm sold. Gosh, Robin that's right. is this a cheap is cut date. five. Uh, cut five begins at 59 minutes, 18 seconds. It goes until one hour, 12 minutes, 25 seconds. It begins with Kalidor challenging Sonya to a duel, and it ends with Prince Tarn shrugging off the image of a man being crushed to death. We're in the I mean, last, we're in the, like, like the penultimate cut. So yes, a lot of, uh, I, I mean, I say a lot, not, not a lot's going on. Let's be honest, but it's still, it's not bad. I'm still, I, I can't wait until I get to the final to see what, happens mm-hmm. but right now i'm still i'm still jiving with it i'm enjo- enjoying the movie um i don't think this is the strongest beginning of a cut uh it's not i you, think it's rick not likes fault, rick. 
I, I don't know. I think it is. I think he likes opening our cuts with Sonya sleeping. I think he does. She's <laughs> okay. always asleep. Oh, she's asleep again. Cut. She's not getting the protein she needs because she's not eating a lot. So she's like sword fighting on an empty stomach. And as we all know, that is extremely tiring. The also she's not able to sleep on like benches or tables in like mm-hmm. a nice, cool, damp abbey. Just mm-hmm. out there in the woods. It doesn't help that the editor for this movie, whose name I don't have in front of me at the time, but their favorite way to cut between scenes is, okay, we start with them asleep. Like they <laughs> yeah. just love doing it. It's a natural cut in the it. it's a natural cut in the movie. Right. You have a, a you have a long too. rest and you wake up and all of your spell slots are back, although no one in this movie is using spell slots. I don't know what I'm talking about there. This movie oh, was boy. edited by Frank J. Rusty. He and, loved watching women sleep. Yep. And oh, <laughs> here are some of the movies that he edited. So you're gonna about yeah. to eat your eat your words. Come on. Robocop. Oh, nominated for an Oscar. What? Nominated for an Oscar. (laughs) Basic Instinct. Also nominated for an Oscar. All three. Uh, Roadhouse. Total Uh, Recall. Strangely, not Oscar. Cliffhanger. Tombstone. (laughs) Terminal Velocity. Cutthroat Island. I'll stop when I don't hit a movie that kicks ass. All of these movies is definitely definitely more up our alley. Okay, Lethal Weapon Four. We're starting to slow down. The and Hitcher. Deep Blue Sea, his last Probably movie, not. I guess, before he died or retired. I'm going to go with died. Dying is a kind of retiring. Deep Blue Sea. <laughs> before his career died. <clears throat> That's actually pretty great. Deep Blue Sea. Oh, hate me. and before Red Sonja, Conan the Destroyer. God damn. I mean, that's a lot of good so movies. So many good movies. Yep. Strangely, he's an uncredited music editor for 2001. Weird. That <laughs> he must have walked by the the editing booth one day and they're yelling at him. They're like, hey, come here. Is this too long? And he's like, yeah, it's too long. And they're like, all right, you get a credit. You've now edited 2001. All right. So this 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 starts with Sonia asleep, as we said. Um, Calador standing over him, standing over her menacingly. And he's so since the last scene to this scene, he's decided because she said, you know, you have to best me to basically have sex with me. Uh, he's like, well, then you're about to be conquered. Prepare to be conquered. Because obviously he's like the middle of the morning. It's like, hey, man, Calador, there's a kid over there asleep. Can you like <laughs> chill out a little? Just chill on wanting to have sex. Yeah, can a girl get some shut eye without some dude waving his sword in her face? Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Even your pants, Calador. <laughs> um, I find it a little rich that Calador uses the phrase, um, Prepare to be conquered, little Sonia. Bridget Nielsen is only an inch shorter than Arnold Schwarzenegger. They are essentially the same height. They're probably meaning mass-wise. That's true. She's much leaner than he is. He's a big buff boy. It's a brick shithouse, yeah. And she says, don't be a fool. I don't want to kill you, which is exactly what I say to anybody trying to wake me up in the morning. (laughs) Is that Actually, we should get that printed on a uh, uh, maybe a Sword Boy's coffee mug. Don't be a fool. I don't want to kill you as you're not until I've had my coffee. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We should definitely join the coffee culture with a, with a red Sonia. Now, if I remember right, the third Conan movie was supposed to be called Conan the Conqueror. Mm -hmm. Is that common knowledge? Well, at least that's me. I'm a commoner. Was it just him running around having sex with people that he like, it doesn't matter, man or woman, like whoever he beat in battle. He's just like, all right, let's do it. 
All right, Wilt Chamberlain. <laughs> yeah, okay, Wilt. <laughs> okay, weird horn monster. <laughs> Gooey horn monster from the end of Destroyer. Just Conan sitting on his uh, throne with his heavy crown, and he's flipping through his black book, and he's like, all right, who's gonna, who am I going to conquer today? Well, he's not sitting. His throne's made of people and their butts. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, Kalidor walks over, and he uh, holds his sword. Pretty much like ready to he's pulling a Voltan is what he's doing. He's he's walking up to someone who's sleeping and he's putting putting his sword to their neck to wake them up. Uh, Watch for just, me in the night. It's the morning. Just weird that it happened twice is all. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we start off this episode with a sword fight, which means we get to jump right into Ooh. a sword fight breakdown. Oh, my God. I don't I, you shouldn't do this. I don't want to kill you. <laughs> It's a sword fight breakdown. This fight has a lot of back and forth because as Tarn is going to observe that, like, Sonya's heart isn't really in it. Um, like, she says, I don't want to kill you, but it's like, she doesn't really want to kill him. Like, she's she really means it that she doesn't want to kill him. But Sonya opens this fight with a thrust. Kalidor parries and answers with two swings that Sonya parries easily. We get a cutaway to Falcon readying a knife at the sound of sword fighting. One thing I really like about Falcon is how he's always on the ball, ready to get down Mr. President. <laughs> yep. Kalidor parries an attack and uses it to close the distance with Sonya. Sonya backs away to keep him at sword's length. Cutaway to Falcon, telling them to keep it down because they're all trying to sleep. <laughs> that is that is a classic just like oh you guys are going at it again please we're trying to sleep over here hey Kalidor should really know the rule that if you're gonna sword fight a woman you gotta hang a sock on a tree branch so people know not to bother you also this you know this uh saying there's a lot of clang clang not a lot of cling clang just that's just saying it's a lot of clang there's clang. been a lot of cling clang versus no clang clang talk it, it's clang, in clang. It, in our our little uh, sword boys community, and uh, yeah, I don't know. I I there there was a there was a morning when I got ref desked by uh, Jeff, and I almost like I'm like, should I concede this or should I just keep it going? Should it just be clang clang? It's the eternal conflict of the sword boys nation. <laughs> I'm sure there are a lot of people behind me on this clang clang. There's no one. No one. I don't know what we are. <laughs> let's go to let's go. Let me go to swordboys.biz. Hey, go to swordboys.biz. You can buy our t-shirts. There is a cling clang and a clang clang. Whoever buys the most is is who wins. Yeah, and I think we're tied right now. I've bought three. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I bought three. <laughs> Robin's gonna deck out the whole family in cling clang t-shirts, and meanwhile, the Howl clan, <laughs> so clang clang. <laughs> I'm so glad that they didn't put music to this five minute fight scene. Yeah. I say ironically and sarcastically, and I feel like Prince Tarn in this scene. I'm just like, ugh, just get it over already. Like, at first he jumps on him. He jumps on uh, Kalidor mm -hmm. oh. to, to, of course, save Red Sonia. And That's what all littles do to giants, by the way. You yes. got to have a scene where they jump on his back and shake around. Ride him around. Yeah. Uh, this is our, I would say, I can't remember from any of the other episodes if there were amazing feats of strength, like we're going to start the, this cut and the next cut, we have to prove that Arnold Schwarzenegger is extremely strong. And this is the beginning of it. Like, this is a very easy one. This is, I think we could all lift Eddie Reyes Jr. over our heads if we needed to. Yeah. yeah. Especially With one like, arm. 
tiny Ernie Reyes Jr. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> modern adult size Ernie Reyes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like I, I could probably do it now to adult Ernie Reyes. <laughs> I think so. Maybe. I think that's a challenge we're putting out there. Right now. Ernie Reyes, come on the show, and yeah. I will lift you. <laughs> You can say as many ayahs, ayahs as as you want as Hell he's yeah. doing it. We can yeah. we can we can we can do the we can do the fight. You can wear the I'll wear a jaunty little hat like. Uh, like I'm Falcor sure he swings by his name Chicago every so often. Should be easy to get him to stop by. But uh, yeah, Sonia is holding her own. She's parrying and uh, counterattacking, and like you said, Prince Tarn leaps onto Kalidor's shoulder and starts punching him once again, forgetting that this is a sword movie and he needs to be using his sword. <laughs> He could easily run up to him and and chopped him in the ankle or something. Absolutely. But I love how Arnold grabs Tarn by the scruff of the neck, like a, like a small animal and then like places him down. And Sonia, like Sonia and Kalidor, they stop the fight to fix this, this Tarn situation. (laughs) I just wish that they had uh, more permanently fixed the Tarn situation. But uh, you want him murdered him? You want, you want him murdered? You don't like Prince Tarn? I'm not a I'm not the biggest fan. You're not a tar tarn heel? I'm not a I'm not a tarn heel. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sorry. You're a ba- you, you don't yeah. like Tarn. I love yeah, this but... classic that the how how Arnold uh growls at him and mm-hmm. Tarn has to march away indignant, like yes, I, I'm just covering up for the fact that I shat my pants, but <laughs> I will say you know, one thing. Notice- that I don't like about this movie. It, one is that there is no, there is no script. So <laughs> the editor we just talked about is kind of told this movie needs to be a certain length. So you're going to have to leave in longer pauses than you probably want between cuts between, you know, like I feel like they yelled cut and they just kept it in because he's looking at him and looking at him and look, there's like at least two good beats of every scene are too long. It happens a lot when they're talking to each other or when it's like close-ups. It's like, Mm -hmm. well, we got all this coverage and the movie's not that long. We don't really have anything to say. So longing stares. Let's just do that. So once Prince Tarn is dismissed, the fight continues. Sonya uses a reverse grip to swing at Kalidor in these wide sweeping motions until he parry or and all of these he parries and ducks. Uh, Kalidor presses the attack back, driving Sonya across the clearing. Sonya gets backed against a tree. But carries Palador's or but parries Calador's attacks and counteracts, pushing him back across the clearing. So yeah, we're just back and back and forth there. Yeah. <laughs> remember, this movie has a ticking clock. Just remember right. that. There's something very urgent happening just over the ridge. <laughs> well, this is cutting into their sleep time. Like they budgeted time. Oh, for I got sleep you. or side we, quests. We have an eight hours of sleep on this very important mission. Should we cut it down to six? No, I've done that before. And then I go in tired. I don't want to go in tired. I've I've tried to save people before when I'm tired and it doesn't feel good. Listen, right. Eight hours of sleep, eight hours of vent of adventuring, eight hours for sword fights in the wood. Sword are fight eight or evening, sex. Are you are you more of an evening sword fight or sex guy kind of guy, or are you like a morning like wake me up with sword fight? I, or, I'm all about sex. afternoon to fight. Oh. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> afternoon to fight. <laughs> that made Robin laugh because it was a musical reference. Yeah. And also I was just seeing the lucrative t-shirt uh possibilities for afternoon to fight. All right, right. Everybody it down. wants an afternoon to fight. <laughs> I'm uh I'm definitely more of the sword fight. 
<laughs> you put uh, the cling clang into my heart. <laughs> the sword fight, something. See, that something. works with cling clang. You can't just yes. say cling clang. You can't put the cling clang into my heart. Yeah, no. we clang clang into my heart. Clang. I want to bang bang into your heart. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, Palador carry, uh, Pal- uh, Ca- uh, you did that again. Palacalador. Palador carries two swings and a thrust before Sonia kicks him and drops him to the ground. She swings down at Calador, who parries and then reaches down to pull Sonia's leg from under her because, as we've established, he's he's just a giant dude and he's gonna just grab Sonia and pull her off her feet. She does a cool kip up move. Mm-hmm. Is that what it's called when you kind of kick and you get back on your feet? Sure. Kip up. Sure. I never I never did gymnastics or anything like that. But Calador is able to disarm Sonia, but she does a series of back handsprings to avoid Calador's attacks and retrieves her sword. Uh, something that I really wish that I could see Arnold try and do. Oh my god. Do you think his body bends that way in any way? <laughs> like he has the strength. I don't think he has the flexibility. I really wish I, I've been looking through all the cast and crew. Do they have their stunt doubles anywhere in here? Cause I couldn't find it. Like this is back in the day when you didn't put stunt doubles, even in the, like there's probably a stunts. Okay. Here we are. That's Claudio Pacifico. Who is Brigitte Neeson's. Is that a man? <laughs> okay. Um, and the stunt double for Unfortunator <laughs> is Pietro. Teresi and I'm wondering if they were the ones fighting because there's a lot of shots from really far away and I'm wondering I, if that's them fighting or if that the actors fighting I'm never spotting the stuntman in this as much as I would I movies. you know I'm with you I don't really notice stuntman work but there are a couple shots of Arnold but how do you fake those arms right that's why I don't know well, because uh, you know our Sven, Sven Ole Thorson, I definitely noticed him. Did you notice him? We'll get to him in the next cut. I'll actually just mm-hmm. tease that Sven Ole or Thorson is in this movie. The mountain? Is that the mountain? <laughs> no, that's not the mountain. That's the guy who's in the Running Man and every other Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. They've been friends forever. Oh, uh, okay. Let's say, wow, that guy's old. Go look him up. You'll be like, oh yeah, that guy. <laughs> So Sonya is able to get her hands on her sword again. She uses another series of reverse grip attacks on her sword to again. Calidor, <laughs> uh, drive Calidor back across the clearing. Uh, we get another cutaway to Falcon watching the fight. Sonya continues to parry Calidor's attacks as the fight moves into an area with large rocks. We get a cutaway to Prince Tarn looking bored because this fight has gone on for several minutes now. Just like our listeners listening to this fight breakdown, it's like, oh, <laughs> there's just it's too long. This scene is too long. It's too long. Yeah. It's too long for the combatants because as Sonia and Kalidor emerge from the rocky area, their swings are getting really slow and heavy. Uh, Kalidor at one point turns his back to Sonia and she attacks him, but he like parries it with like a behind the back move. And they eventually stumble up against a tree and they're like trying to swing on either side of the tree. And and at one point they just, they just give up. (laughs) It's too much effort. They collapse against the side of the tree, both exhausted. I uh, think each of them need a cigarette. Oh, they yeah. are I don't have a lot of hope for them uh, for for this upcoming battle. If this is this is what tires them. <laughs> well, think about it, guys. It's it's the same thing we see with all these big, bulky weightlifters. They don't do any cardio. Right. All yeah. sword fighting is is cardio. 
it's not really about how strong you are. It's really about how good you are at like running around being winded. It's like boxing. You always see boxers. You know, remember, remember the late nineties when boxing was a thing. Remember it was like, I'm going to box you. <laughs> and they all got in the boxing, like celebrity boxing, celebrity death match. And the first thing you learn from every non athlete is like, Holy shit. Two rounds of boxing is quite possibly the most, you know, it just completely like gases you. Like you have no energy whatsoever from punching and moving around like this. So it's just cardio stuff. Yeah. I love that uh, Prince Tarn here is uh, like a a, a nice uh, cipher for our listeners interest in the uh, sword fight breakdown. Whereas the beginning, he's like on his feet and doing what all little kids do in front of a sword movie, which is like like fight along with them and then by the energy he's just like <laughs> this is exactly what our listeners also do they at the beginning of every sword fight breakdown they jump up with their sword <laughs> yeah. at their desk and they're like uh, uh. they like try and do what rick's talking about like parry up parry down and then they Why get bored fight so hard so they fought like, so hard now they're so tired now they're gonna go back yeah. to sleep and then the cut's over wait mm. no no it doesn't end here no, we need to uh, cut to a different location okay. overlooking Queen Gedrin's fortress where we um, we see Queen Gedrin's army, but it's like five dudes on horses. It is five. Did you notice uh, that someone took the time to take some of those weird face heads and put them up on like what I assume is a checkpoint? If you look in the background when you see the horses riding by, up in the background are the little faces that like are on queen gedrin's uh castle they like have them up there i thought that was huh. fun yeah they just grabbed some stuff they're like we got a bunch of extra faces what should we do we should probably put them over here we're here already throw them on the mountainside for flavor yep this is so flavor I, town right yes <laughs> they're going to <laughs> so they're going back to queen gedrin's house face uh face house and then we see the uh, warner brothers looney tunes butthole door Honestly, it looks like uh, the entrance to Voltan's uh, wizard hideout, uh, <laughs> except that it's got a big old door in it here instead of a it's door, not... door shaped like an anus. You know, yeah. for, for some reason, it's really reminding me of the Dune trailer. Oh, yeah. It, well, it has kind of a worm. It yeah. looks kind of like a sandworm's butthole. <laughs> <laughs> Although it would be kind of fun to see Porky Pig stick his head out. <laughs> like, yeah. Who goes there? Uh, uh, clang, clang, folks. <laughs> I don't know. Porky might be more of a cling clang kind of guy. Uh, we'll find out later. Well, I feel like the question is, would Porky Pig do more of a Return of the Jedi, you know, speaking in a weird language through an <laughs> eyeball, or would it be more of an Emerald City thing? Nobody sees Queen Gedrin. That's a horse of a different color. <laughs> this is, I, again, I have said it from the beginning. The sets are amazing. The physical set, this is a huge physical prop. It's awesome. Um, I love them walking. I love that everyone's crouching except Falcon, Falcon who's just kind of like, whatever. I'm I'm a big dude. Yeah. What, what, what am I hiding from? Yeah, he's a big dude covered in gold wearing a red costume. Like, he's going to stand. Like, he's not camouflaged. No, none of them are camouflaged. And the first thing they do is they, climb, they walk around and like, oh, well, the door's closed. Damn, I thought it'd be open. And they walk around to the side with the faces in and... Uh, Calador's like, we we have to climb. I'm like, really? That's the first thing you thought? Shit. And and even better, Falcon's like, yeah, we have to climb. Falcon, come on. Who are you kidding? Let's hear climbing what? 
You're gonna climb this wall, Falcon? Okay. Like he's probably like the least equipped to climb. Like I feel like maybe Prince Tarn and Falcon stay outside. Like they go through a lot of effort to convince Prince Tarn yeah. that it's the honorable thing for him to do is to stay outside. He could have and easily ridden up like on a like a backpack on Arnold's shoulders. It would have been exactly. Awesome. Uh, they could have like princess it. Sonia really sells it with this Oscar-winning uh, line reading of "Who'll stand? Who'll stand guard this doorway? The post of danger." Sorry, what? What? I He's just six. don't understand. You have Meanwhile, to tell him. Her- you have to ask him more than once. Let's have Lily. Should we leave the six-year-old by himself? Yes. Meanwhile, her mm-hmm. phonetic vocal coach off the just off to the side is like doorway <laughs> i said doorway okay <laughs> doorway and i can't stand him you notice that falcon keeps his bone in his shirt where yeah. you guys keep um, your barn bone we should we should pull the listeners there's something about his outfit where there's, there's no something way he was about carrying it. that the entire time no, I feel like he's always got new shit on every scene. <laughs> I feel like I'm I know he's been wearing the same stupid shirt with he's got knives up top which he never uses and his two bone does he have two bone swords? That's the thing. We're going to gives, talk about that in a second. He gives yeah, he gives one to Tarn. Does he have a spare bone? <laughs> this it's is like, my backup like bone. Child-sized bone. It's like this is my baby bone. Your father wanted you to have this when you were of age. No, this is your father. <laughs> yeah, this is his leg. Also, what are the bones from? The The socket on these bones are very big. Yeah, seriously. Whatever it had to be. It must have been one of those like long dead animals that now make they make bridges out of. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Bridge bone. I mean, he, he's yeah. just walking by that bridge like, oh, man, I'm totally going to get one of these bones. <laughs> All right. That's my headcanon of where he got this thing. They were going across yeah. the bone bridge and he got like to the very end of it. And he's like, oh, this looks good. And he pulled it off. And then like the rest of the bridge just goes <laughs> falls over. So, so yeah, Tar- uh, Prince Tarn is going to stay. Yeah, he's going to guard the front door. Great. That that's going to be useful later in a in a different in a different cut, right? Oh no, that's the uh, very end of this. Oh, that's cut. right. That is the end of this cut. Yes. I sorry. I, I that's right. Someone does go to sleep at the end of this cut, metaphorically. <laughs> I apologize. I... He does lay down and never gets back up, which is sleep. <laughs> How convenient that the uh, faces on the side of this fortress just happen to form the perfect handholds for an invading force yeah, sure. to use. Well, you know, when they were building it, they're like, what do we do with it? How, for some reason, the people who built it are Kalidor's people. What do we do? As we're I don't building know. This? <laughs> we should build it so that in case a, a Caledonian ever needs to come and climb it, it's easy. Yeah. <laughs> it would right be a lot easier to marching. climb if the uh, special effects department wasn't actively throwing foam rocks at the actor. Oh my god, there's so many foam rocks in this movie. At one point, one of the giant foam rocks, Tarn pushes and it moves. And I'm like, he's three. Howard, there's no way he can move this rock. My gosh, would this scene of them climbing the fortress, would it have been better if they had just turned the camera 90 degrees and they had done the Batman and Robin rope climb? Yes. It would have looked just as believable that they were climbing. <laughs> so right before they go up, yeah, Falcon pulls that bone out of his shirt. So one, it smells 
awesome. Mm. <laughs> it's got a little juice on it. And two, he hands it to him like, mm, mm, yes. I always, I've always for years, I've always thought Paul Smith was European doing an American accent. I know he's not. Yeah. But in my brain, like for some reason, even though I've only ever seen him in, I think, Popeye and this, I think those yeah. are the two things I know him from. There's that Sam Raimi movie that he did before, or I think right after the Evil Dead. What was that? Uh, anyway, sorry. Uh, are there yeah, swords in it? There are no swords in it. That's why I can't remember yeah. what it is. But this is a good shot, though. If you're looking at uh, six minutes, 27 seconds, if you want to cosplay Falcon, it's a really good shot for building the hat and uh, seeing some of the details on his uniform. So. This would be a great, this is a great fat guy cosplay. And as a sure. bigger gentleman, I would really appreciate being able to go as this. Well, tomorrow <laughs> you start your guy. diet, right? What? Tomorrow you start your diet, right? Yeah. <laughs> tomorrow I start my diet. It's really <laughs> lucky for Sonia and the rest that as they're climbing up this like butthole in the <laughs> side of the fortress that they don't find Kiri and Dar coming the other way. Oh yeah. Be like, oh man, awkward. Yeah. Like you you go you go right. I go you, you go right. I go no don't go well, when they climb into the butthole, the first thing I thought was, oh my God, are they gonna come out into a skull toilet room? <laughs> That's what I was hoping. Everyone puts their skull toilet room on the second floor so the poopy can come out the hole can slide down the hole, right? That's how it works. It this is how the plumbing bubble. worked in the uh, what age are we in? Hiberian age. The Hiberian age. Yeah. Yes. All right. I just realized it would not be difficult for Dar to slip past anybody in a poop shoot like this because he's covered in baby oil and he would mm -hmm. just slide right through. Yeah, we didn't talk about that about this movie. There is a, a shocking lack of baby oil. You on would expect our protagonist. I mean, I don't want it on Falcon. It. That's uh, upsetting. No, but no. I kind of expected it a little more on Red Sonia. With Falcon, it's not baby oil; it's bacon grease. Oh yeah, of course. Well, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because he's constantly stripping bones of the meat so he can use them for mm -hmm. weaponry. So they climb up the the butthole into the into the. I guess I mean, there's way too many. Well, let's go with this. There's way too many open holes in this castle because Falcon falls into another one in a few minutes. All right. It's are we we're calling this poop shoot a butthole? Are we missing the obvious observation that Calidor made Sonia go first? Yes. <laughs> well, it's her movie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then we get to Showing our, just her whole ass. <laughs> yeah, her whole ass. <laughs> and then uh, we get our little uh, Ronald Lacey, who is again yet in another outfit. This guy has changed outfits so many times in this movie. I love it. He's now in his casual wear. His, and, his house dress. Yes, and he's he's yelling at Queen Gedrin. I love the convincing... Uh, I just know that kingdom's falling apart by the rocks that are just being dropped in front of the camera. <laughs> like, and oh then, man, and, this place is falling apart. Look at this set. Look at how big this set is. We're going to talk about it again in the third cut. I mean, in the uh, sixth cut. But oh my god. It is so big. It's cavernous. This is an entire soundstage mm. at some Italian place. Not Italian place like an Olive Garden, but I mean an Italian like, you know, <laughs> movie studio. When you're at in Queen Gedron's castle, you're family. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. 
It's like this is what Buca de Beppo was going for. They're like, no, 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 bigger. No, no, bigger. I guess. There has to be a happy medium with the talisman of creation between having enough light that you can attack kingdoms. Is that and, what it is for? Like, well, I'm no, unclear it's... on what the talisman is for. You said that it's to get to attack kingdoms. She attacked kingdoms, whether or not they have the talisman or not. And he brings it up. He's kind of like, we already have a ton of money and everybody's quivering yeah. in fear. Because when they had the talisman after they'd taken it from the temple where it was going to get sealed away, they brought it back here to the castle right. and they were conquering nations along the way. Okay. And then they put it in this light room and suddenly it's becoming unstable. Like maybe like snuff out some of those candles and find like a happy medium where you can still cause earthquakes and lightning, but I'd like not to, actively yeah. destroy your own castle. I think, I think our, I think in two weeks we'll have to talk about it any more in depth about like how we think this talisman works, whether yeah. it's based on light or heat, because there are some problematic things that happen. And I want to <laughs> talk about that, but Looks uh, like they're about to blow a fuse in this house, though. I mean, really, it's overloading. It's like a, it's like an unruly, uh, it's like a really overpowered like air conditioner. Like you're plugged <laughs> into the same thing as the refrigerator and the stove. Yeah. Queen Gedrin is just sitting there, like on her little chair. I don't understand her um, handmaiden. Her handmaiden is sometimes there and then sometimes not. I don't understand what's ha- like. It, like, did they have a hard time shooting this movie with everyone together? <laughs> like, no, 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 we can't get the whole cast together. Well, they're, they're supposed to be seen and not heard. They're what sometimes was, heard and not seen. What is What did Jack Palance say about filming movies in Italy? That they know how to do it right, that nobody wants to work after noon? Right. They and also, have, they have I can lunches on set all day. <laughs> Who do you think was the drunkest person on this set? Ooh. Rip Torn. Well, Rip Torn just showed up. Yeah, he wasn't even he wasn't even in the cast call. He would just he just showed up. Look, I just like coming in. I'm just gonna watch. <laughs> Jeez, I don't know. I, I I figure you know Arnold is in top condition, so I don't think he's doing much more than smoking weed, right? Uh, you think he's maybe you think Arnold Schwarzenegger smoked weed? I I, I know it. It's in that pumping iron documentary, isn't it? Is it? Is he this always is high? Famous. famous yeah. Why not, man? I thought he was smoking. I thought he was a stogie man. Isn't a, that like later, Arnold? I don't know. I don't great, know. great question. We should I ask. would love to know when, like when, uh, well, we know when like stogie Arnold starts. It's like um, we know in Predator, 100% stogie oh, Arnold yeah. exists because he's in, it's in the movie. And I can't remember mm. if any of his earlier stuff, like, you know, Red Heat and Oh, I got it. Red Sonia, Red Heat. I got an idea for a movie. <laughs> but instead of uh, instead of Bluto, we'll have a Belushi. Wait, is that who's in Red Heat? Who's who's in yeah. Red Heat? Is that a Belushi? Yeah, that's that's uh, that's uh, James Belushi. Monica Belushi. <laughs> <laughs> They're always getting mixed up. <laughs> I'm sorry. Did you say you want a Belushi or a Belushi? Let's see. Beautiful woman or turd man. Mm. <laughs> Funny turd man. Yeah, I used to get that movie mixed up with Dead Heat, which is Treat Williams and oh, Joe man. Piscopo. Great movie. No yeah. swords. Mm. So they come out of the butthole and are met by a ton of soldiers. Um, they 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 do some good. This is some good. You know, this is your good uh, campaign fighting, Rick. Right? Everybody exactly. comes out and 
takes on who they need to take on. Yeah, you you bring your players into a new area. You attack them with a bunch of enemies to keep it interesting. You know, if you're Falcon, you, you want to be fought by Falcon because Falcon's not killing you. Falcon's knocking you out with his bone because uh, yeah. it seems like it seems like Kaladur is coming behind him and stabbing the people that are on the ground. I feel like Kalador is doing the kind of the Braveheart thing. The guys that just walk after the battle and just kind of poke everybody to make sure they're all dead. All right. I feel like Falcon is like shattering vertebrae. Okay. And like these guys are lying on the ground. They're like, I can't feel my legs. <laughs> Lieutenant Dan, I can't. And he throws at least two people <laughs> down the butthole. <laughs> what is this butthole for? I just don't understand. Like why, why do you need this gigantic cavernous slide that leads you on? I'm 100% convinced that it is literally just they take buckets of (laughs) buckets of slop and table scraps and poop and they just right out. Oh, okay. Or it's for air, maybe. Maybe it gets really stodgy in there. Yeah, if if you've covered the outside of your fortress and faces and forgot to put in windows. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, yeah, the the jelly jam, the the red strawberry preserves run thick in this battle because the tips of both red Sonia and Kalidor swords are just ooey gooey thickness. I think those guys might have hypoglycemia. I don't know what's wrong with the the blood that's coming out of these soldiers. (laughs) It's too thick. It's too thick boys. Um, But I, I was happy to finally see some, there's actual gore. I say gore, you know, with quotes. Uh, So, and they, uh, they, they, then they split up. And Falcon falls in a hole, another butthole. Pratt falls his way. Okay, is that this fortress was probably built by someone who loved the game Shoots and Ladders? Oh, yeah. (laughs) And he falls down this hole onto a giant dining room table where a bunch of soldiers, like, kind of like, like they're like, you know, on break eating. And he he lands, he's like, How's the food around here? And he picks oh, up a new weapon. one-liner. Yep. <laughs> he picks up his new weapon, which is a haunch of meat, eats a little bit of it, then throws it, unfortunately. Yeah. Well. Or it would be furious. Oh, man. These are such good costumes, though. Beautiful, beautiful, uh, beautiful set design, beautiful costumes. Um, he starts fighting, and and Kalidor, who went another way, also shows up. But he didn't fall through the bottle. Yeah. Nope. I don't know how he showed up. Uh, no, but he's in, a, he's in this giant room this with works. like 20 people. And he does a uh, he does a Ringling Brothers move where he jumps down on the table. The table has been broken in half and Falcon is sitting on one side of it. And as like a lever, he hits the other side like a whoop and kind of, you know, knocks Falcon forward. Although now, Falcon doesn't is land Arnold it. Is Arnold heavier than Paul W. Smith? Oh, great question. Like, what's the it's, what's the math here? Like, how did he do It's all about that? leverage. Mm hmm. You know, based okay. on like how these guys choose to make build their tables, which I guess is several planks of wood balanced on top of rocks. Like as long as the the fulcrum is at the right point, Arnold can launch just about anybody. I I get I would assume, but I love this fight because it's a good example of like Falcon's fighting ability. He gets to kick some ass in this scene. Mm-hmm. This is Falcon scene, which it made me worried that he was going to die. Oh yeah, mm. like his heroic oh, yeah. last hurrah. And then this mm. giant uh, guard. There's a, all the other guards are like medium sized shape, but then this giant guard attacks uh, Kalidor, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. That's Finn. That's oh. the 100 percent Finn Ole Thorson. 
Calador is tanking the the mini boss. Yeah, and it's it, he. It is one hundred percent him. Look at the guy's thighs when he falls over. He's huge. He's a monster man. And to make because of Arnold Schwarzenegger has to be the biggest guy in the movie, so he cuts one of this guy's arms off. Therefore, technically, he is now he is now bigger. And we actually get to see the <laughs> arm come away from the body with like mm-hmm. a big old splash of blood. Yes, it's excellent. Ooh, it's so fun. This is that might be one of my favorite fights in the movie so far. And it's a real quick cut. No pun intended. <laughs> uh, it also may, may be the most sword minute. It may be the most swords in the movie. MSM. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm trying to think if there's more swords than in that one scene where there are 20 people there. I kind of think it is. I think it's the most swords. Uh, wait, when? What, what about the whole ta- talisman raid? Like the. I don't know if they. I don't know. I. You That's might. You everybody might, had a sword. Everybody did in have the a sword. talisman temple. Uh, every single was that one the of those most sword minutes? We had the sword girls there. Yeah, every one of those invaders. You can't yeah, fuck those guys unless you conquer them. <laughs> All right. Well, then it's a close second. Yeah, it's the second most. It's an S M S M second most sword minute. Hmm. All right. S and M, not S and M. S M S M S M S M M. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, Whatever. Elsewhere Whatever. in the castle, Robert Lacey is plunging his hand into a glory hole. <laughs> Which, mean, honestly, Ronald? at the very least, when he triggers that mechanism and the thing starts rolling, I can I at least get like a little bit of Looney Tunes music as it rolls open? No? Okay. <laughs> I, didn't want it to, I didn't want it to roll. I wanted it to like um, unclench. And like just kind of open from the middle slowly. Yeah, like like circle opens, circle <laughs> opens, circle yeah. opens. Unfurling a little more. But mm. instead, we get our friend Ernie Reyes Jr. coming in. He's gonna stop Tote from <laughs> evil tote, blonde tote from uh mm-hmm. from leaving with his tote bags. <laughs> <laughs> he's got two satchels. He's got two. He stole my su- su- god damn it, he took my saddlebags. Son of a bitch. So he's got clumpy saddlebags and he's got full of gold. And I like that Ernie Reyes Jr. only has one move with the sword. It is swing, swing, yeah. Yeah. Lunge forward, swing, swing, ah. That's his move. They really want us to believe that there's a lot of history between Eichel and Prince Tarn. And that Prince Tarn sees Eichel as his great rival or whatever. Yeah, I was and, very unhappy with that. I was very unhappy with this poor man. Like, his rival is a 10-year-old child. Yeah. Like, was there a cut scene that happened in the Kingdom of Havelock where we got to see, like, Eichel taunting Prince Tarn or being yeah. some we sort of We should have gotten a flashback here or something. Like, Guys, this movie like doesn't have that kind have. of time. We have to have awkward pauses and really long sword fights. We don't have time <laughs> for story and background, okay? I will say Ronald Lacey is giving a big Palpatine energy here. Like just nah, the way he's nah. nice. Yeah. Yeah. Also, yeah, I like how he keeps just the kid keeps brandishing a sword at him and he keeps knocking it away with his hand and then kicking the kid in the ass. <laughs> yeah. He's kind of like, yeah. He's basically showing that Prince Tarn is useless when it comes to the sword fighting, unfortunately. Although, you know, he does allow himself to get 
brushed by the slowest moving door. So I mean, he doesn't have a lot to brag about here. But I will say Ronald Lacey does a great scream as you slowly die. Yep. Uh, oh, uh, like that's what he gets hired for. Like after seeing Ronald Lacey melt in <laughs> the Lost hey, Spoilers. Ark, <laughs> after seeing him melt in Raiders of the Lost Ark, <laughs> watching him get crushed in this movie is it, it brings back so many like warm memories of watching Indiana Jones be like, Oh yeah, that's right. He does have an amazing death rattle. And is, this is, is this the worst way to die? I mean, based on Prince Tarn's expression, you get the sense that it is. I yeah. want everyone to remember though, there is a guy who's just been recently crushed under this when they leave later. Oh yeah. They're, yeah they're the guy seems to... to not be there. There's not like goo hanging when it opens back up, and there's just like goo, like some sort of horrible curtain of meat. <laughs> just like, ah, uh, oh. I just I feel bad for Prince Tarn because there's no way he's going to be able to sleep <laughs> after this. Like the image of a man. Like I'm hoping there's... that because there are like edges to the door that the rock nests into that. Prince Tarn didn't have to watch Eichel get slowly crushed. Over oh, and also you didn't have to. He, he didn't. Do you think he had to see at the end the last gush of <laughs> like the gush of blood? Just like, like the a, final like. Oh. <laughs> like a human tube of toothpaste. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, R.I.P. Eichel. Eichel's gone. One of yep. our main one of our main baddies is gone. Listen, he tried My grandma so hard. told your grandma. I like Lande. You can come do this movie. You won't have to fight any. And at one point you'll get to like kick around a child, but then he's going to crush you like a tube of toothpaste. All right. Sounds good. Stay write the check. And as <laughs> yeah. I, and as Eichel is put to sleep forever. Just go to sleep, Eichel. That's where this cut, this is where this cut uh mercifully ends. <laughs> Black spider crushed. Yep. Squashed. Oh, yeah. He keeps calling him the black spider. Like, that's a name we should know him by this whole movie. Yeah. Oh, man. Prince Tarn is a shame that he never actually meets the actual black spider that Gedrin keeps in her throne room. Because if he thinks. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What happened to the spider? We haven't seen the spider. Oh, she's that spider got right out of there as soon as the kingdom started falling apart. It's it's like, um, it's like the, uh, the Hitchhiker's Guide. The spiders are like dolphins. They knew right. a long time ago that this place was doomed. They left. <laughs> All the big spiders the spider are like, oh, I'm leaving. You can sense that something is wrong. My spider senses. <laughs> <laughs> TM, TM. Copyright, copyright. Are tingling. Oh, man. So what would you think of this cut, boys? I mean, I had a good I mean, time. I like the, the sexual tension fight. Uh, and then, of course, this huge... Between Eichel and Prince Tarn? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, obviously, obviously, that's what I'm talking about. Uh, but uh, yeah, you're right. This this fight, especially when you know, uh, Bluto drops on the table and drops that one liner as well. Uh, I'm like, I'm having some fun here. I'm having some fun. It's yeah. not drawn out too much once we hit, once we actually get into the kingdom. And there this are... movie, other than some of the lines, I think that Sonia's saying, I think it's 100 because of her. You know, the, the, it's an accent and she is speaking in another language and like trying to say something in English, you know, and has a dialect coach. 
I don't think anything in this movie comparing it to Hawk the Slayer is played super seriously. Like, I don't feel like the tone of this movie. That's the thing I was missing in Hawk the Slayer. That movie is serious. And you're like, this is ridiculous. And it's serious. Whereas this movie is kind of fun and nothing's really that serious. Really? There, There's a lot of winking and nodding at the camera. Mm-hmm. Like, you've got... You got Brigitte Nielsen and Arnold Schwarzenegger. They're doing their sword fight, and then we're cutting away to the comic relief characters where they're like, oh boy, isn't this going on for a long time? Right, audience? I think as opposed to the comic relief characters who were in Hawk the Slayer, who were not actually that interesting or fun. And that's why they died. Yeah. <laughs> not a fight. So did you are think, we thinking this he- movie is better than Hawk? We can't say yet. It's not yep. the final that, cut. That is for next cut. Or that is oh, for okay. next time. Next time, Sonya confronts Queen Gedrin in the throne room and must contend with not only Gedrin's sword, but also her foul sorcery. Kalidor and the others regroup and rush to Sonya's aid. Sonya pursues Gedrin to the Chamber of Light where they clash. But the talisman's unbridled power proves to be the queen's undoing. With the talisman destroyed, Sonya and the others must work together to escape the collapsing castle. The thrilling conclusion of Sonya's quest awaits in cut six of Red Sonya. I'm excited. I I hope no one I like dies because I feel like that's a cut six kind of move. Yeah. I'm just excited yeah. that Sandal Bergman is going to have something to do in cut six, in cut six other than just kind of sitting and mugging at the camera. Yeah. I, I, I'd like to hear her speak more yeah. than just no, yes, yeah. I mean, it's very <laughs> maniacal cackling, maniacal cackle, maniacal cackle. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, then, um, if you guys want to see any of our stuff that's coming out soon, we got uh, our next season. Uh, you can look mm-hmm. up mm-hmm. on swordboys.biz. It's also got the link to our t-shirts. We do have new, we have lots of t-shirts, lots. We have three t-shirts. So many. We have, <laughs> well, we have four. We have our sword boys t-shirt. We have our cling cling t-shirt. We have our clang clang t-shirt. They're both very festive. We also have uh, one that we don't promote much. It's the horses of sword boys. <laughs> All the horse names we've gotten so far are listed. <laughs> So enjoy that shirt and explaining it to your friends. Yeah. <laughs> the most inside of inside jokes. Oh, it's so inside. It's hilarious. But uh, yeah, swordboys.biz has all of our stuff and has links to all of our social medias too. Remember, you're not cool unless you wear the really insidery stuff. So mm-hmm. get that horse shirt. You're not cool unless you gatekeep somebody. Yeah. Like Wait, a true what? sword boy. <laughs> like Prince Tarn was a true gatekeeper of this episode. Are we going to start selling swords? Is there a way to, is <laughs> yeah. T-Public kind of like branding uh, swords? Yeah, T-Public or... makes swords. Yeah, Robin, <laughs> if you want to reach out to any sort of swordsmith and try and get a product deal or a, a brand deal together, like a Sword Boys branded sword that people can buy, hey, give it a try. Gosh. You have my blessing. <laughs> well, we'd have to like sit and like think about what would the perfect sword look like and then oh, and then have it the sculpted. What is something to put our name on? You know, that's that's got to be as soon as some soon there will be Patreons. We will have to have an episode where we talk about what a perfect sword is yeah. and what Listen, we think it one is. We've been doing this show for almost a year at this point. I know. 
we are going to start a Patreon eventually. Someday we will make so much money off of this podcast. Well, the cool thing is in the future when there is a Patreon, it'll it'll mash up with all the times we talk in the early episodes about getting a Patreon to be mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, there is one. It all How works convenient. together. All right. Well, I'll see you in two uh, weeks. I'll see you. Hey, guys, I'll see you on uh, what, 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 uh, what day will that be it, in February? Will this part six be in February? It will. Leonard um, part six. Part six is coming out on February That's, 20th. Uh, Bill Cosby, if you're wondering, Robin. What? <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see you at the end of February for the final cut of Red Sonia. Clang, clang! Clang, clang! Redheads, I just give up trying to find the redheads. If they're trouble, bro.